this convict has been learning jailhouse rock the whole time he's in fucking prison. <laughs> fucking hit him right in the face bone. What happens? Eddie Bueller. Bueller. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, no, I think idea. somehow. Hey, you, Trent can must I tell you how up. often I talk on this podcast and I just kill all momentum somehow? I'm just like this momentum, like fucking roadblock in this fucking thing. Even when you're trying, trying to, to I'm trying to think it. of the clip I'm going to play for this awkward silence right now. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's going to just be good. cut it out. Flick pals, hey, what's up? Uh, let's do it. So we're watching uh, Beyond Skyline. This is uh, Jeff Van Driesen's pick. Yeah. Let's do this shit. I am excited let's to talk about it. this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> you never get out of this world alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the movie tonight. That's exactly the movie tonight. Uh, the whole crew's here. Rico uh, snacks hasn't seen it, and me, Doug. Before we get started, though. I remember, uh, so Jeff, tell us about why you wanted to do this movie. And then I'm going to remind you that uh, I said, well, because it was, you guys were going to choose me as the dummy. And I was like, well, I was just the dummy. But then I forgot. Yeah. Snacks, snacks was the dummy just, last Snacks week. is just the dummy. Yeah, this is a double yeah. dummy for yeah. snacks. Um, I, that's I, all right. I, I, don't, I don't care. I watch enough garbage. I can yeah. I can watch the garbage after we talk about this. This, this is definitely oh, this garbage. Is garbage. This is yeah. absolutely yeah. garbage. No doubt about it. But it's enjoyable garbage. It's like oh yeah, the best kind of garbage. In Rochester, New York, there's a thing called the garbage plate. That's like a that's like what they have at like crappy diners and places. You just go and it's just a bunch of shit food and it's delicious. Um, yeah, and that's had... that's what this is. It's delicious garbage. Just like For, no, it's not even that good because I like delicious garbage. Oh like, come on! Uh, snacks would take us to this place that had like cheese fries that had bacon on it and ranch dressing, and it was just the most you you knew like you were killing yourself with everything. Oh, yeah, oh, so, so good. But it was though. still fucking delicious. I would say right. this movie is that. But like it's been the food's been sitting out for like four hours. <laughs> yeah, no ranch dressing. Just maybe, dry. maybe, maybe like maybe like reheated garbage plate, perhaps. Yeah, there you perhaps. go. Yeah, it's been you know, in the microwave, yeah. and all the meat's all like chewy. It's not. It's not good. The fries aren't crispy because it's reheated. You know. Tacos getting more kick butt than this. Oh, they're about to. All right, new at Taco Town. We take a crunchy all-beef taco, smother it in nacho cheese, lettuce, tomato, and our special southwestern sauce. Wrap it in a soft flour tortilla with a layer of refried beans in between. Then we wrap that in a savory corn tortilla with a middle layer of Monterey Jack cheese. And it gets even awesomer when we take a deep-fried gordita shell, smear on a layer of our special guacamolito sauce, and wrap that around the outside. It gets bigger because we bake it in a corn husk filled with pico de gallo, then wrap that in an authentic Parisian crepe filled with egg, Gruyere, merguez sausage, and portobello mushrooms. Can I eat it now? Not before we take the whole thing and wrap that in a Chicago-style deep dish meat lover's pizza. Pizza? Now that's what I call a taco. Well, it's not a taco town taco until we roll it up in a blueberry pancake, dip it in batter, and deep fry it until it's golden brown. Then we serve it all in a commemorative tote bag filled with spicy vegetarian chili. It's 15 great tastes all rolled into one. Taco Town! The new Pizza Crepe Taco Pancake Chili Bag, only at Taco Town. Taco Town! <laughs> 
so, so I wanted to do this because my buddy Tyler was like, hey, you ever see the movie Skyline? And I was like, yeah, but like years ago, like <laughs> it was kind of a piece of shit. He's like, just don't yeah. don't don't read anything about it. Just go watch Beyond Skyline. And I'm like, what? And he's like, it's on Netflix. It's straight to video. Um, Trust you're, me. You're going to you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I know you. You're going to enjoy it. And I was like, all right. Um, and so I was just bored and I put it on. And I I mean, I started texting you guys about a half hour in because I just couldn't believe like <laughs> what oh, was happening. Like, yeah. That time, yeah. At that point in the movie, I like, totally yeah, think about where this movie you. begins and where it ends. And it's just it's ludicrous. Like, and, yeah. I mean, even the first oh, 40 it. minutes is is bonkers. And so I was like, this is this has got flick pals written all over it. Um, yeah. So now I don't I mean, remember Skyline. I saw it. It's in, boring. In, like when did that movie come out? Like 2005, yeah, 2004? It, it was kind of like a Cloverfield ripoff, but more actiony. Cloverfield leaning yeah. towards Independence Day. Um, yeah, I watched it. It was not. It's very fine. Good. It's boring. It's it was got. It's very forgettable. It's yeah, got a couple of cool it. moments where like the aliens suck up the people and they go flying into the air, which I think was the money shot that they basically yeah. sold the whole movie on. And it's that not much happens. It's like two dudes in a skyscraper fighting off it's aliens good, most of the time. Like it's a, it's a good fucking title. They're making four of them apparently. The guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The guy. Uh, the so guy charted it out like three more movies after the first. I can guess. We, so it stars Crossbones, right? Whatever Crossbones' real name is. Yep. Frank Grillo. I, I don't yeah. want to get into him just yet. I want to ask uh, Jeff this. Yeah. This scene, I know nothing about the way the sausage is made as far as like how someone gets a movie made, but this to me seems like uh, an, a privileged person who like, it's like at nine years old, I want to make movies, <laughs> but was rich and he had connections well, so and dude... they got him a new film school. And instead of like making a crappy, like low budget, like first movie, he was able to make like um you know multi million dollar first movie and it was bullshit and it was trash and uh, he didn't learn from I, I think any you're being a little too harsh on this film but you're, so what this no guy, <laughs> come on you're not you're not appreciating this for the, what this is so first of all this guy was this one of the writers odd, bro this yeah. is fucking odd I mean it does have some interesting politics in it but we'll set that aside for now oh, oh uh, okay all right. <laughs> just for now we'll get we'll all get right, there so everybody is fuckable when we go through this movie. We're going to play a little game. Before you bring up a new character, you're going to say fuckable or not fuckable. We're just going to do that. What? Right? Yeah, okay. I oh, everybody is hot. Like, everybody is game. like... I got a boner over they're, every alien, they're like, so they're like D, They're D-movie actors. Of course they're all hot. They're like the people in L.A. that, like, kill themselves to try to look 10 years younger. Like, not, well, I mean, it's... A, it's Yes, but it's like Starship Troopers. Only Verhoeven like made that choice consciously to like uh, reinforce what, about, what the what movie was. Whereas this is not. What about when you get the Laos? Some of those guys. Are oh, Jesus. I don't know. All right, I, I, I like the, the idea of watching movies guy. with. Uh, I like the idea of watching movies with fuckable people in them. That's the point. Yeah, of watching I, I feel movies. like that's most movies, but yeah. whatever. Uh, okay, well, okay. okay. I, like, that's a, fucking, I think that's an odd complaint to leverage the lot. All right, so fucking Marty. What about they, okay? Now there's believable and there's not believable, and the fucking beyond uh, the skyline started lady? Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah, where, where's this line? Okay, beyond Borgnine. Okay, all right, okay, let's play that game. Catch today. We're going to talk to you in the after the show show, but real quickly, you're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're no, in nice. your late 60s, uh, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. <laughs> no meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. Okay, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Ernie. That was great. I actually heard that. 
aliens come. Aliens come to LA. shit up. They fuck well, some well, shit up in LA. Wait, you can't start there. You gotta I, start I'm, with... I'm more or less gonna start there. All right, so this is... I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. The movie I was thinking about was The Greasy Strange... Uh, the Greasy Strangler. And there is nobody attractive in that whole fucking movie. I believe it. And, and if Doug wants to set an unattractive, realistic sex scene, he should watch The Fucking Greasy Strangler. It is unattractive and very real. I, I just real. want... I want sexy people within bounds of reason, like... I don't want the movie to feel like, as we talked about, step parent porn that's in like Pornhub, where like the the mom, the stepmom, looks like a stripper. I don't want the stepmom to look like a stripper. I want the stepmom to look like a mom. Am I asking for too much? Yeah, that's so what Judy, we have going so, on here. So Judy Greer, you want Judy Greer? <laughs> this is a weird digression. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, not sure. where I thought this episode was going to go. I got to go. <laughs> All right, I've been so, drinking a lot. Yeah, good, good for you. I haven't I been also, drinking enough. I also, I also had two Bloody Marys, and now I've switched over to... Uh, Bloody Marys? Yeah, dude. Um, and now I switched over to my Double Blend Down East. They're delicious. Oh, that mixes like, well together, I'm sure. Uh, let's let's get run now. What is What are you drinking there, uh, Rico? I'm drinking the Sour Monkey. So it's a triple. It's a 9.5. <laughs> and how many have you had? Uh, I actually had a late start, so that I'm just finishing up so the first six. one. Yeah. So you need to go. So I'm only yeah out. seven. You were here. pounding them during Teen Titans. You weren't like hitting hitting the bottle when you were. Bow 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 bow. I am drinking a fine Pilsner beer, otherwise known as Miller Lite. I'm going ham. Oh my god! Why? What do you you have a margarita over there, Doug? Yeah, I had like uh, I don't know two and a half, three. Um, my wife love- she always makes them, and she says. That one glass of margarita is like four shots of alcohol because it's three tequila and triple sec. And I'm like, it doesn't feel like that. And she tells me, like, after we drink margaritas, she's like, you've had 21 shots of alcohol. And I'm like, that's not true because I would be dead right now. Margaritas margaritas give me such a fucking hangover. Uh, So this movie starts like the last movie did in which you're introduced to unlikable characters that are hot. You want to fuck them. A fuckable hot dad and his hot fuckable... Son, alcoholic dad. Is that crossbones? Drunk cop. Crossbones is the dad. So there's good instead of good cop, bad cop. It starts out with uh, drunk cop and short cop. Okay. How old's the son? He's like five years younger than the dad. Yeah, he looks like he's forty five years old. (laughs) (laughs) And they like call each other by first name, so you're kind of weird. You're like, I assume this is his dad, but. How do they show uh, Frank Grillo's alcoholism? Uh, he's got bottles in the truck that he pulls up with Bill's son out. Uh, <laughs> you know, after like he gets his son do. out of jail. He, he, you know, like chugs, he chugs Listerine, I think, at one point. I don't think he drinks oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But he's definitely like, yeah, it's pretty clear. Although he looks he looks reasonably well um, off I mean, for he's, being he's, an alcoholic. He's um, fucking in shape. Dude yeah. looks like he could kick some ass. Frank, Frank Grillo's, uh, yeah, he looks all right. So you he, fuck him. He, he right? talks. To, uh, <laughs> he talks to very normal looking, by the way, uh, partner cop um, who oh, is right. like, he's also he's a minority. A so let's. But he's also jacked. You shouldn't say like minority, he's, but it, he's jacked. What should what are you I talking say about? I don't Policeman? know. Person of color, please. That's the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Was he? Uh, he's a policeman. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're cops. They're both, they're both, both policemen, cops. and his buddy's son to get out of jail. Is but he's gonna let him his him, him out with a warning, and but he says if he gets busted again, like that's three, and I gotta give him time. And he's like, all right, whatever. Um, what did he get busted for? Did they explain it? Busted yeah, he said he got chops. into a 
Yeah, he just punched the dude who was talking shit to him. That's and, it. They were in a bar or something. And he Which, broke his jaw, so it sets up that the son can punch. Yeah. <laughs> They're tough. All right. So anyway, they, sexier they, than you thought. They get in the car, and the car won't work because Frank Grillo's a piece of shit. And like his son pulls out a bottle from an, un, like in between the seats, and he's like, "God damn, Dad, you're a piece of shit." And he's like, "Let's take the subway." And he's like, "Do you got fare?" Like he can't like even afford the subway. Like he's just the piece of shit. So in the, they're in the L.A. subway, which if you know anything about it, goes nowhere. So I, mean, yeah, I don't know go, where they're nobody going. Nobody takes it. No, if, and there's uh, if, to be fair, barely anybody on the train. But um, well, you have to go through wait. Toontown, which takes four. <laughs> Yeah. Holy smoke, he's a two! Surprise? Not really. That lame brain freeway idea could only be cooked up by a two. Not just a two! up and there's the blue light in the sky and the blind guy looks up and he's like i don't see shit and you're in the subway and then there's like an earthquake because the the aliens are attacking and they're sucking everybody up um, how's that look it look good when they suck people up yeah it looks all right it probably not as good as in the in the first movie you don't see as much of it um what's hysterical is that people actually live which i think is i think is like just like priceless you actually eventually see them all get sucked up and they're just hanging out inside the ship and it's just oh. like, wait, they they survive? Like, uh, it's kind of like War of the Worlds when they're the Tom Cruise version where they're catching humans. It kind of right. had that vibe a little bit. Right. That goes way so, further. Well, you okay. think that they're forming like a new buddy system with the people that are in the subway. So you're like, okay, well, this movie's yeah. going to about uh, be yeah. about these unlikely characters who all are in the subway car when this like, uh, disaster like, strikes. Like Speed. It's like they're all they're right. Pals, like, and they're I think one guy was actually for in a couple speed. minutes. And this the, this movie has about five genres, by the way, at least. For a minute, it feels like the Sylvester Stallone movie Daybreak. I think it's called. Oh, um, that movie's yeah. brutal. Stuck in the remember, tunnel. We we went to see that in the theaters, Doug. It's fucking brutal. Uh-huh. That it's was right brutal. off of like it's boring I was still as on hell. like a I was still on like a cliffhanger high, and I'm like, yeah, Snacks. fuck yeah. Let me let me yeah. ask you this, Snacks. We also saw a movie where it was a. a horrible sci-fi film and then they kept it a secret but uh, Michelle Rodriguez came on the screen and we both laughed and we're like okay this movie's done <laughs> do you remember what that was? Uh, Avatar? Avatar no <laughs> you wish <laughs> this movie is like that uh, I gotta I'll look it up they escaped the subway and they were walking around and does Frank Guerrero have a gun? he's got a gun he's got a gun and a flashlight a and um, so and then meanwhile his buddy cop the uh, minority, as Doug says, sees a blue, <laughs> sees a blue I need, light. I need some no, clarity no, there. I need some clarity there. Is he Hispanic? Is he a black guy? He's just, like he's yeah. he's he's Latino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he has a one liner so, coming up. That's one. So he he sees this blue light outside, and he's just like, all like all the cops are gone. Like, what happened? The whole station cleared out, and there's another um, African American female uh, minority. No, um, <laughs> police officer. Oh, a real minority Doug. report going on. Doug. Doug, you are Doug. 
Hernandez, and I don't know why. No, no, that I'm pointing out, out that like it, it's the same way with like the I don't know. You watch Jurassic World, and it's just like fat guy dies, black dude dies. It's 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 just like uh, I don't know. Yeah, they wipe out the they they most of the planet live. in yeah. this movie, dog. Like I don't think it's like you know. I mean, they're sucking up. They're not sucking up just like the black people. They're sucking everybody well, yeah. up into the spaceship. Yeah, it's, it's your, true. It's problem, and it's like your... it's like everybody. The like the yeah, the sexy white people make the you know whatever uh, needless sacrifice first. So nope. is your problem the ham-fisted diversity? I don't understand. That, what yeah, this no, it's, just, it's not. It's not bad that they're trying to be diverse. It's just so devoid of. It's it just this is this is this is the least. This is the, like the last thing I thought anybody would kind of like make a point of about this movie. <laughs> you think? Do you think this is honestly on this movie's mind? Do you think that they it gives a shit about this at all? Like, no, I'm saying it's. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's uh, willful ignorance or, or uh, you know, they're not aware of what they're doing. I think they're just falling into dumb tropes, just like about, the fuckable actors and I, stuff. And then, the, and then yeah, when they get to this, La- this Laos and this Laotian like, movie, like fucking bullshit, where they they try to like make a point about Vietnam. This movie is is just wildly wait, wait, uninformed. Vietnam references in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And we'll get there. Spoiler alert. Uh, Vietnam references. We're never going to get there if you keep talking about how fucking, like, (laughs) we stay on this point. Doug Hernandez keeps pointing out every brown person that shows up. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We haven't even gotten to the fucking aliens yet. It's like 30 minutes into this thing. Um, Minorities. So... So there's or a like great moment. Oh, I just thought about the aliens. There's a great moment where, like, his partner illegal. cop, the Latino partner cop, sees the blue light, and he just immediately goes behind the counter, the processing counter, just grabs this enormous shotgun and, like, cocks it and, like, starts running outside. Oh, yeah, it's um, hilarious. Yep. It's great. Wait, wait. Wow. Wait, I got to point this out. At that moment, uh, snack. How, how many minutes in are we? Because if we're going kind of slow. We're, like, five minutes in. Five minutes in. We got to speed this up, you guys. We're under Telling how fast this Snack. thing fucking moves. Yeah. Snacks. Okay. One second. Uh, two different characters in two different scenes say the line. Well, hold up. Within ten seconds, and I'm not fucking shitting you. It's two different characters. Yeah. The the yes, the uh, Latino cop says, "Wait, hold up," and then he goes behind the counter, pulls out a big shotgun, and then the 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 kid Trent, which is uh, the son, says the same thing when they're leaving the subway, and he sees blue light. He's like, "Wait, hold up." I'm I mean, not shitting. It's a pretty, exact pretty normal reaction to someone who. I mean, it's said in a very different way. Are we going to be this myopic about the, like every single goddamn line the whole time? I mean, just that. All right. Just are we done? And the casting. And the casting. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to speed this. I'm going to speed this up. I'm going to speed this up. So like, yeah, let's go. Looking up, kid. 
same thing happens to Trent. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to derail this, but in the first movie, is this happening? Fucking derail it. Yes, this is what happens. Yes. Okay. Do their eyes do the thing? Because it looks yes. like um, it's the exact it same like thing. The Doctor Strange thing, where yep. the Mads Mikkelsen eyes. Okay. Oh, it's the same. It's the same thing. And and what you're supposed to think, I think, is that that whole scene is taking place somewhere else at the same time. Got you. Um, the first movie. Yeah, the lady gets sucked up, and Trent's like turning and like. Uh, Frank Grillo like runs up and like rescues him by just not looking at the light and like yanking him down. And he he's like he's all fucked up for a second, but then he's fine. And they're like, we can't look into the light. And they're running through the subway. And then they just like peek out at one point and they see these like fighter planes coming in and they just completely nuke all of L.A. to try to get rid <laughs> to try to get rid so of a nuclear what, bomb what, has what, now what, gone like, off. What? Like they sent F-15s and shit to blow yes. up L.A.? They just blow it up. I love it. Uh, and then at some point. Like, somebody's like, they nuked it. It's like, well, no, we'd all be dead right now. It's probably a tactical nuke. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the blind yeah. guy who's the a blind bad. guy. Sarge. It's like, yeah. oh, Call no, me Sarge. This is a low... So, yeah, he has all these technical terms. And the woman's like, how do you know that? It's like, because he's magic. Right. No, and he's he's he was like, he, this is the first Vietnam reference. <laughs> <laughs> this character uh, fought in Vietnam. Yeah, so... So they're well, first out. of all, I love how high speed this shit is. I love it that oh, yeah. dad's drunk. He broke some guy out of jail. People are getting sucked up into the sky, and then they nuked LA in the first. Right. You would have minute. loved to see this yeah. movie. It, it gets better. Totally it gets it shit. gets better. So uh, we're, I mean, we're about again. We're about nine minutes in, and this thing moves like it's just like going. So I they get it. they get out, and they're just walking around radiated LA. And yeah. the the ship yeah, the ship LA basically looks normal. it looks completely <laughs> the, the same. Blue. It looks like, completely whatever. the same. But let's let's set that aside. The ship builds itself and just like picks itself up, and this giant robot alien thing comes out, and they're like fuck, and they just start running. And uh, then they they send in the, the like how do you describe them? Like almost like uh, like alien robot, like giant gorillas, like yeah, yeah drones, yeah, drones. gorilla drones. That sounds and fucking awesome. They're down in the subway and like they're they they kill they oh so, oh so one of them just like yanks one of the it's the female cop's head and just pulls her brain out just like sucks her brain right out and like <laughs> yeah it's pretty great and just like takes it and puts it inside of it so it can use it like it's using her brain to, yeah like sticks it down its hamburger tube yeah. to learn to learn about. Law enforcement. I think it's just. I think it's just to run. Like it's like a battery. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh no 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 no. We find out why. Well, yeah. Just tell me why now. Yeah, we can't. It will get you there in minute fifteen. It's coming very soon. Now this is like a Cthulhu looking alien, right? There's like monkey looking aliens, predator looking aliens, and Cthulhu looking aliens. There's a smaller, like a squid guy. Squid like guy. a little bit bigger than a person who like Look, sucked out the brain. Looks good. Fought. Looks good. I, it I, looks all right. For, for direct yeah. video, I think the aliens look pretty good. I have yeah, to say. Yeah. In fact, the special effects as a whole are are above par for the type of movie you're watching. I think. Right. Um. So they're getting out. They're escaping the subway, and like Frank Rillo's just like takes takes a flare and stuffs it into a like car. And like climbs out as the squid aliens going after it, and the car blows up, and the alien blows up, and he just looks at it and he goes, <laughs> "Everything burns." <laughs> and that, that's the what I knew. One-liners. That's world. what I knew. Oh, I was gonna love this movie. Yeah, I was like, "Yes, it. a big, almost like a, almost like a, uh, like a, uh, what the fuck is it? Like a Voltron-looking fucking alien comes, shows up, mm-hmm. and it has the light, and it's just like sucking every single person up and flicking it up into the ship." 
Like it, yeah. it has like a light in its palm and it's just like grabbing him, flicking him up. And they, I think it does it to Trent first and he just goes flying yeah. in the air. Then it does it to the subway guy and then it does it to Frank Grillo. And then the blind guy tries to do it on the blind guy, but it doesn't work. Meanwhile, the uh, the Latino cop has been sucked in the side of two aliens at this point. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about one that. One they got him out of. Yeah. Uh, but he's all and the other one. One they he sucked him in because he's like I'll buy you some time immediately self sacrificing. Oh right, oh, that's yeah. nice dude. He is a nice guy. Uh, yeah, and he and the and the one alien just sucks him into his body and then like jumps into the spaceship in the air. But before um, that happens, before he gets toasted, he has a shotgun I think, and he pumps it and he goes "Hola, puta." And oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's wonderful. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. This was working for me. I was all in. I was like, I this is amazing. So then they're in, so now they're in the ship and it's just a bunch of bodies on the ground. And like Frank Grillo wakes up and it's just viscera everywhere and blood. And it's just like yeah. it's, it's disgusting. And he wakes up and he's looking around and there's other people there and he's trying to wake up his Wait, son. So they're in the ship, but they're in the ship. They're in the ship. Surrounded by in the guts. Ship. Well, it's mostly mostly yeah, just bodies. Unconscious bodies. And then so these yeah. Cthulhu-looking things start picking up the people and, like, sucking out their brains just one by one, just, like, pulling their brains out. And so but that's what they're doing with the brains. They're putting them into drones. Like, so, like, the there's drones. only one real alien in this entire ship. The rest is just uh, harvesting brains and putting the brains into these drone bio brain, drone. Brainwashing brain some folks to make them drone. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the the aliens there, and he's just like basically they come into an agreement. Like if I get her, if I get your daughter out of here, she, she gives birth. She has a daughter. If I get your daughter out of here, you help me get out my son and like crafts a ship. And the, the thing like gives him a thumbs up. And so they're working together now. <laughs> the robot, like, the, the robot, robot yeah. the drone, yeah, more yeah. or less. Drone alien thing. Because the funny thing is, is you think like it's going to attack him, and then it helps him, and it saves him, and it shoots some of the other aliens. And right. you're like, oh, this thing is going to help him, and then. And yeah, it goes and takes him to this pregnant woman. I think that's how it happens. Exactly. Because it's yes. so hilarious. And then he's helping this woman give birth while this alien is sitting there looking at <laughs> like Watching over his shoulder. Yeah. Does the robot eyes. catch it? What? Does the robot catch the baby? No, but no. he just like looks concerned and it's just the comedy. So Frank Grillo's there trying to be doctor and trying to calm the woman down and be like, hey, weird ass looking alien. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to deliver your baby. It's the it's the funniest setup. And, and the woman still- is info dumping the entire time she's giving birth to. She's talking about this is let's call him Brad. Brad fought the uh, blue light, and that's why he was able to resist the programming. You're like, how do you know all this bullshit? And they do a flashback from the first one, I guess. I don't remember it. But the same thing where a guy was looking at the blue light, and then somebody pulled him away, so he, like, lost the trance. That's going to be important for later when we talk about Trent. Yes. The song. Okay. Yep. <laughs> are you going to be like this all night? We we are about fifteen minutes into this movie by this point. By, by the way, but this know, was my highlight. To, this is the best part of the film. The movie. This is the best part of the film. All of yeah. it seems so fucking overwhelming. Oh, okay, it's so over, like, it's I'm, a lot. I'll give it an is example. Way too much. Like I it's... give two shits about the continuity, and when I say continuity, I mean like movie to movie of a Fast and a Furious movie. I give two shits what happened in the first one, that happened in the fourth one, that got me to the eighth one. I just want to see sure. some car crashes and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it, I, don't, just, I, don't, it, I don't think this this cares about the continuity so much as it's just using a plot point on the first one to tell a uh, crazy I don't story. Know, I don't know, Professor. It doesn't need it. They, they recasted 
two characters right. from this fucking other one. So obviously they love it a little bit. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, but like this movie goes so far beyond the way from what the first one did. Like it doesn't even Civil engineer John Kramer has a pretty good life. He and his business partner, Art Blank, have just found a home for their charitable foundation in the Gideon Meatpacking Plant. His pregnant wife, Jill Tuck, has just opened a clinic for recovering addicts. Everything's going well for John, until a drug addict named Cecil tries to rob Jill's clinic, injuring her in the process and causing her to lose John the reaches out to insurance executive William Easton and requests coverage for experimental treatment, but Easton denies him. Thinking his last option is gone, John attempts suicide by driving his car off a cliff. But miraculously, John survives, and with his survival comes a newfound appreciation for his life. So of course, the next logical step is to share this appreciation with others by placing them in elaborate, deadly traps. His first victim is Cecil, whose trap sets the tone for all of John's victims to come. It offers him a chance to survive, but only by forcing him right to the edge of death. Cecil attacks John, who is smart enough to be standing in front of an open cage full of barbed wire. Cecil falls into the cage and Detective dies. Mark Hoffman sees an opportunity to avenge his murdered sister. Hoffman hooks his sister's murderer up to a guillotine trap that offers him no chance of escape, a jigsaw no-no, then carves out a piece of his skin to frame John. It doesn't take John long to catch on to what Hoffman has done. He kidnaps Hoffman and gives him the option to become his apprentice, an offer Hoffman accepts. They use Hoffman's position as a detective to try and frame Lawrence, John's oncologist, for Jigsaw's murders. Detective David Tapp hires photographer Adam Stanheit to secretly observe Lawrence. John and Hoffman test drug addict Amanda Young, a former patient at Jill's clinic. Amanda survives her reverse bear trap by digging a key out of a fellow patient. Believing he has given her salvation, she too joins him as an accomplice. One of Amanda's first jobs is to set up a test for Lawrence and Adam. The pair wake up chained to a wall in an underground bathroom and must figure out how to escape. Lawrence does so by cutting off his own foot. Jigsaw finds Lawrence and tends to his wounds, and Lawrence agrees to join Jigsaw's squad because... Who knows? So you're like, whatever, Crossbones is helping out a pregnant lady deliver her the alien yeah. baby on a flying saucer. So, so they, go to the, they go to the control room, basically, and uh, the, the, the main alien who is controlling all the drones fights our, our boy alien, Daddy. Uh, okay. and they're, they're fighting, and at one Wait, point— before we get to that, uh, yeah. Jeff, you're missing a very important part. On the way to go fight him, the, the good alien's like, huh, and he's indicating his, this hole in the side of like a, oh, right. a pillar or something. He's like, stick your hand in there. Want me to stick my hand in there? Why? He sticks his hand in there, and I'm like— Ah, he pulls his hand out, and now he's got an alien-like blade attached to his arm. And yeah. it looks like, I don't know. Oh, like the Predator? Yeah, it's kind of like the Predator. Not yeah. as cool. It's just I a gotta tell you, goal. It looks yeah. a lot better than a glaive. It looks better than a glaive, Dave. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's so much better oh, those are fighting words. You're lucky Wait, so, I'm not there. So he got so he got a so he got a knife hand. <laughs> he got a knife hand. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. To, to stab it, bad alien drugs. And a baby. Yeah. In yep. one arm, so baby oh, yeah. or knife hand, either way. But the daddy, the daddy alien is like, okay, you need to protect my family because I yeah. for some reason. Oh yeah, the woman's dead. Get... She died after giving birth to me. She dies immediately. She dies immediately after. <laughs> just to be like no, no explanation. She just immediately dies. Um, and no one is... tried. There's no resuscitation attempt. They're just like nothing. Well, I guess she's dead. You <laughs> served. Yeah. Her, you served your purpose. <laughs> that is nightmare on Elm Street four shit. Where you have Night Street, yeah. you have Dream Warriors, which is good, and you care about them, and you learn about all those fucking people, and then they kill them in the first five minutes of the new. It's kind of like before. Alien Three. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, they there they just die in a plane crash, Dave. They don't even let them talk. 
They die in a plane crash, and then they give them an autopsy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they like give they add them, insult yeah. to injury. The little girl, the little girl. in the previous yeah. movie. We're going to cut her open chest. her breastplate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. so, yeah, the good alien fights the one real alien, and he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other guy, while the main character is getting away, the good alien, before he dies, blows up the ship. Has go he ahead. found Trent yet? So this is what he does. At one point, he's like, here, go in here. And he just rips open an, a hole in the door and shoves him in. And it's like an elevator. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. But uh, cool. He, he, it's like an air elevator. And he just goes to Trent. He goes to where Trent is. And Trent's like hanging upside down with the subway uh, oh, operator. Yeah. We and should say the just blind real quick. Guy, yeah, the blind guy, yeah, the blind uh, guy, Trent, and the hot uh, T driver is there. So the, okay. the spaceship has like this Prometheus type um, like projections. So that's how you're seeing everything. So yeah, daddy, uh, human alien daddy guy um, uses that projection thing to find Trent and everyone else. And then yeah, he dumps Grillo in the right direction. They're they're hanging upside down with the Cthulhu aliens that's trying to take out their brains, and it looks like a video game scene. And the ship's crashing, and Frank Frank Grillo comes in and he just like puts the baby aside. On the on the filthy alien ground, yeah. and I think he right says something back, like, baby. "Wait here, baby," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking. Yeah, and he goes to rescue his son, and like you know, eventually he gets him down, and they they kill the aliens, and he stabs a whole bunch of drones, and um, I think yeah, the blind the blind guy gets in the way, and like the uh, Trent saves the blind guy by like jumping off a cliff or some some heroic. Yeah, they're act. all hanging upside right. down, so they have to like swing themselves and get momentum to like. Cling to the That's side right. of the thing, and yeah, all this. And as Trent's happens. doing this, uh, one of the wild. tentacles, one of the tentacles just comes up and takes out his brain. And uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. He finds him, and he just dies right away. He dies. Yep. They just kill him. They just take his oh. brain right out. And it's yeah, his the brain best. Gets sucked. And they, uh, but it's okay. Just like uh, you know, another alcoholic father, he has a new family now. Right, uh, he's got he's the got, baby. So he's got it's the no baby, and he's baby got and the blind guy the and, and the hot tea driver. And the blind guy gets stabbed by an alien trying to defend the baby at one point. And then the ship crashes yeah. and they get out. Um, and they're, okay, they cool. crashed in Laos. I don't know why the aliens decided to go to Laos. It's like, well, that's L.A. done. Next, we're going to yeah. oh, Laos. <laughs> L.A. and Laos. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're so going they, to Hawaii. They go to Hawaii first, and then, yeah. Oh, that's right. They, they do go to Hawaii. Yeah, right. Hawaii was on the screen, like, but I don't remember. Minute. Yeah. I, I thought they were, when they crashed, I thought they were in Hawaii. It took me a minute to realize right. they were in Laos. I was like, they, what the they fuck They used, like, this? stock footage from Hawaii real quick, and then all of a sudden they're yeah. in Laos. Cool. This twist was retroactively orchestrated in Saw 7. Later, Amanda executes a test that targets Eric Matthews, a corrupt cop whose victims are all gathered together in an underground facility and tasked with surviving a deadly nerve gas. Eric fails his test by giving in to his violent instincts and is left to die by Amanda. John travels to the Gideon building to live out his last days, while his accomplices abduct his former partner, Art Blank. Amanda is instructed to conduct two tests, but to John's dismay, she designs both to be inescapable. As John readies his own final test, he gives a key to his ex-wife, Jill, who knows what he and his accomplices are doing and tells her she'll know when to use it. The major pawns in John's final test are husband and wife, Jeff and Lynn Dinlin. Jeff is put through a series of gruesome challenges while Lynn, a doctor, is forced to treat Jigsaw with a collar around her neck that will explode if his heart stops. Before Jeff finishes his final challenge, Amanda reads a blackmail note from Hoffman. The note reveals Hoffman knows Amanda was with Cecil the night he tried to rob Jill's clinic. Hoffman threatens to tell John if Amanda doesn't kill Lynn. Meanwhile, 
Hoffman strings up both he and Eric Matthews into a test and forces Art Blank to monitor it while a timer counts down. Eric Matthews' ex-colleague, Officer Daniel Rigg, is put through a test of his own, leading Detective Peter Strom to think he is the jigsaw killer. Rigg eventually makes it to the Gideon building, where he accidentally kills Eric by opening the door. Strom also enters the Gideon building. Rigg shoots Art Blank. Art Blank shoots Rigg. Hoffman leaves them. Still following? Alright, I don't like it. Uh, so we're introduced to two more characters. Jeff, go ahead. They're yeah, in, uh, it's uh, it's the dude from the raid and the raid two. Um, what? Yeah, the guy with the long hair. Oh, not that no. guy yet. It's, that guy is what? also very. They famous. got the they got the dirt ball guy from the raid movies in this movie. They That's got, who they meet. They got two guys from the raid yeah. movies in this movie. Oh, um, one guy, the dirt ball guy, and the lead. Yeah, and they 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 basically Wait, cross paths with. Is the action raid level action? No, it's Absolutely not, not. It's not no. nearly that good. Oh, no, it's no, not no. nearly that good. But they use these guys to basically introduce. This is what this is what I mean by this movie genre hopping. All of a sudden, they start at the end. They start fighting with like swords and knives and machetes and shit with these aliens, and it's like it's it's bonkers. It's it's amazing. Like I don't like know, raid I, style. Like it looks awesome. Genre hopping sounds intentional. Um, it's or it intentional. Like they meant to do this. I don't know. They you cast the raid guys. I think yeah, it's a right. little bit intentional. Like yeah. you know who else cast the raid raid fucking guys? J.J. Uh, Abrams and yeah. goddamn. Uh, did they Morris fight? Did and they that was fight? Dumb, dumb doo doo bullshit. And, and, did they yeah, fight in that movie? Thing in that. Yeah, this they just right. stood around. This sounds like the reason you hide the raid guys. You're yeah, like, hey to man, do shit. I need. I want you to spice this up. Maybe make it a machete alien fight. Snacks, like, right, snacks. Yeah, fuck it, here we go. The machete guy at one point has two machetes just going to the fucking town on the alien drones, and they take him and they just rip his body apart, and it's so and fucking No, they cool. take off one arm, and then he fights with one machete with the other arm. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what it I'm saying. sounds great. No, it Doug. is great. You're fucking like... Why are you going to bat for this movie? Uh, is I, it Tyler? Are you I, in love I, with Tyler? I, well, Tyler said it was good, so I'm going to defend it. This movie is dog shit. It's it's a fucking it's a it's a it's 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 interesting to watch and like it's great to see Nick Cage freak out. But you're defending this movie like it's worth seeing. I'm you're, Steve will like this movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Steve. I didn't jerk off as a young boy to no, crawl. No, no. Like, I like no, this movie. No. This movie is a hundred percent more entertaining than Crawl. I'm sorry. Hundred percent. There's a machete sure. fight. And a guy gets his arm ripped off, and he keeps fighting with the machete. <laughs> that's for everybody. That's for the kids. I'm sure, that's yeah. for sixty-year-olds. That's for the kids. For fucking everybody. That is every, every demographic. <laughs> it is the every soccer moms love it. Everybody yeah. loves that. Everybody's going to see that and go, "Oh, I just saw some shit," and that, that, that's that's fucking great. Uh, uh, sounds uh, up he would have. He would have. By the way, similar to Rambo. Um, there's minefields everywhere, which they bring up, oh. and that's that's important. Um, so, so wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't introduce them? the two characters. So I started the to, the but then you were shitting can on we, the movie again. So I had to. Yeah. Go back all right. So and then and then can I pause for one second? I just got pee. I'll be right back. Two minutes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
here still. I'm here. Doug, Doug, Doug and I have been sitting in nothing but awkward silence the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I like it that you guys are getting into it. You guys are getting down in the mud. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, we, we literally, when you guys went to drink and pee, we sat here in an awkward, uncomfortable <laughs> silence for a full minute and a half straight. <laughs> Don't it was very, back up. very yeah. tense. So the little girl walks up to oh, um, yes. the, the, the cannon, and somehow her touching it brings it back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. she shoots it. No, no. Okay. Uh, Trent, as the big mecha monster, picks up the cannon that the little girl has restarted uh, and shoots the bad alien in the face. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the egg yep. cannon. That they picked up for no reason. Yeah. That's right. cool. And it's forming some kind of big explosion in the sky, and all the drones are looking at this red light, similar to the blue light, so it kind of rhymes. It's like poetry. All those, so all all those, those, all those people, people again. All those people, Brandon. This is the best part. I forgot to mention this at the beginning. The movie opens, this is cold open, with this chick being like dragged through uh, an alien ship and getting strapped to a table, and you don't know why. And at the end, you, it comes back, and she's basically leading all the red-eyed drones to the alien homeworld to fight to bring the fight to them. And you realize it's the girl who's been rapidly aging the whole time. So she's basically like, "Fuck this, we're gonna take it she's, back to them." And there's just this, she's like, Sarah oh. Connor, yeah, for Christ's sake, she's Sarah Connor. And there's this great sky battle where the ships or are just John like Connor. shooting at each other. Um, and that's that's how it ends. It ends with them just going back to the aliens' planet and bringing the fight what? to them. Yeah, it's bonkers, man. Well, she's not 80? an alien planet. Is she 80? Like, she's how not, long has she aged? She's not 80. She's like 30. She looks like she's 25, so I, this is probably next week after yeah. the movie. <laughs> and so, the, if she keeps aging. I think I when they gave her drunk cop Frank Grillo's blood, I think it stopped her crazy aging. So she she like okay. she stabilized is what I got did, from it. Did Frank Grillo die? Nope. Nope. He's fine. Nope. Hot did, D driver's did, alive. Did Travis die or Trent die or whatever? No, now he's just no, an alien he's, dude. He's hanging out he's, with the. His Sarah brain's Connor. alive. Yeah, his as an alien, like as, as a predator. A, as a predator, no, yeah. nobody turns back into a human. Like and once I, your brain gets ripped out of your body, I don't think that that's possible. Maybe for the yeah. next. You're movie. just a pre- you're just a predator. You're a predator. Yeah. Hoffman lures Erickson to its underground lair and plants fake evidence confirming these suspicions. She reveals to Hoffman that one of the photographs in John's box was of him. Jill leaves, but Hoffman escapes the trap. Hoffman goes into hiding while Jill meets internal affairs detective Matt Gibson and incriminates Hoffman in exchange for immunity. Hoffman abducts Bobby Dagan, a self-help guru who made a living off claiming he was a jigsaw survivor, and tells Gibson he'll stop abducting people if Gibson turns Jill over to him. Hoffman tests Dagan anyway, kills a whole bunch of people because this is the final chapter and all bets are off, and eventually manages to kill Jill. However... Lawrence has been active this whole time, unbeknownst to anyone left alive, and he attacks Hoffman. Lawrence drags him down to the bathroom. He and Adam were chained up in so many movies ago, throws away the hacksaw he used to cut off his own leg, and leaves the building. Game finally over. Just kidding. I didn't even know they made three Madagascar movies. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of crap. These kids will watch anything. Jesus I gotta watch fucking I- kids. No, my wife will let my kid watch my wife. anything. My, my wife. My, my wife. Uh, I she'll, let him, she'll let him watch anything, and it's awful. Like, anything that's for children. Okay. So not beyond Skylight? She won't let him watch that. <laughs> if there was an animated version, I'm sure she would. It's close enough. I showed wait, wait, Nora. Dave, Dave what are, you, are you judging it based off of 
like she like education value or if it's everything like production value just like teaching bad lessons like the like the Pixar knockoffs like there's like a shark's tail which is basically like a a shitty Finding Nemo I'm not a I'm not a father but I knew how I grew up Uh, but like I watched everything and and you learn I, I think watching everything I don't know I like I like how it shaped my imagination. I liked how it, like, let me knew what I thought was garbage, but, like, the gems, like, you could watch the worst USA Cartoon Express cartoon. What was the worst? Not Great Babe. Great Babe was amazing. And not Blue Falcon. Also you're saying amazing. just let them develop their own taste by watching. Just, just let them yeah. figure out. And, you're, and, and it stimulates your imagination to a degree where you're like, you know what? No, I don't like Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, all right. It's not, it's not my thing. Hey, kid, go uh, be a raccoon. Go find yeah. the good garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay exactly. away from the garbage, they'll give you tetanus. <laughs> <laughs>